What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. Coffee and cream on Hail Varsity Radio with Andrew Rogers and Damon Benning. Riesel, yep, against Shannon. To the rim for two more. Yeah, you've got to keep riding that horse. Take away. Sincere Harris moving to the other end. Gary on the chase. Gary with the challenge in the block. What a play by Jawan Gary. Here's Walker back to Madden for the two hands. That's what they were missing with Walker. They played through him. He's a capable and willing passer. Nice job of moving without the ball. And Wiltshire gets baseline. Woo! The reverse, and the Huskers right back in this one. Down by five, a 6-0 run. You, you just have to have more focus on the basic part of our plan and go out and execute those things to give ourselves a chance. And, you know, we had our probably best offensive game, at least in the last month against Minnesota, uh, but we didn't carry that over. We had stretches in the second half, and, and listen, when Derek goes out, he's a big part of our system and playmaker, but we're getting the two fouls and not ever getting in any type of rhythm tonight, that uh, that hurt us on that end, and and give them credit. You know, they, they took us out of it. They took our shooters away and played Derek, and we just couldn't get anything going where he had a career game, obviously, the other day. Coffee and cream in the morning on Hale Varsity Radio, powered by Currency. He's Damon Benning. I'm Andrew Rogers. Thank you for joining us on this Wednesday morning, live from the H&H Chevrolet stage at Hale Varsity Club. We are powered by Currency, and we appreciate having you here. It's, I think, a wake-up call for Nebraska after last night's loss. Lacking consistency is kind of what I'm seeing. You you have a roller coaster. Uh, of Big Ten games happening, right? You have the win against Iowa, and then you fall flat against Michigan State. And then you get the overtime win, like Hoiberg said in his, in his post game right there, the overtime victory over Minnesota. And then you fall once again to Illinois by a big point margin. Yeah. Well, good morning. And, uh, um, if you are Nebraska – Right. So you had two games, I think, where you probably used the D word. Disappointed. I know what you were thinking. You're like drivel. I was thinking dog. Dribble. <laughs> they got that dog in them. So that maybe I'm they still had riding it, they high had on that Georgia game. <laughs> you're probably the only one because Kirby's turned the page, baby. <laughs> Twenty-four hour rule. Let's go get us another three feet. Um, He's already talking about how they're. They're at a disadvantage got a, yeah, next year. Yeah, deprogram. Well, I've I've been there. Listen, he see, I'm the I'm the absolute worst guy for you to stake your case and for everybody, all the other talking heads around here that are rolling their eyes at Georgia because I empathize with everything Kirby Smart is saying. I'm telling you right now, he, insert 1996 team after two back to back national champ after back to back and you're there two back to back national championships. <laughs> That's like. Two twins. <laughs> right. Um, Speaking of the twins. <laughs> it's like, I, I get it. So I, I'm going to probably err on the side of defending Kirby, and everybody else can roll their eyes. But you know who isn't? The, 
the, you. The, the, the guy <laughs> the guys that have tried to the that have tried to go on miraculous runs that have never been done before. I'm not shoot, I'm nodding my head. Yep. Deprogram, desensitize, get rid of the rat poison. The biggest but, thing's quarterback. I well, mean, when when you lose your quarterback, that's yeah. when you kinda like sit back yeah. and think, okay, who's who's running our offense next yeah. year? And we'll we'll get to Kirby and Georgia later because I again I I get the collective eye roll. I do. I do. But I'm telling you the way they have recruited, sitting in a no simple. It's not like it, see. That's not what he wants, though. He's not talking to you. He's not talking to me. He's talking to his football team about the culture that he wants to set. So, like, but he's telling us what he wants to set. That's fine. So he is talking to us. Not, but the message isn't for us. But the, we can receive it. No, I'm not, listen. I don't. That is to, do with it what you will. What I'm telling you is when he says it and we critique it, we're just critiquing it. It's not for us. He's not talking to us. He couldn't care one iota if we listen or believe one word he says. He just happens to well, have the Well, no, microphone. I mean, they, they were feeling doubted coming into this year, so I, he I, obviously I, feels something he does, from the outside. Because he, 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 knows, he knows what it's like to be hunted, right? It's like... You've heard the lion and the gazelle. And I don't even know how we just got here. <laughs> You've heard the whole lion and gazelle thing, right? Like, Would you rather be the hunted or no, the hunted? No, 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 no. The mentality. I know. See, gazelles chill when no one is chasing them. That's what a gazelle does. No, no outside stimuli. They relax. Unless they're hyped up on Shane's Red Bull over there. Sure. Unless they're having Fig Apple. Or probably just figs out in the wild. I don't think they have a ton of apples chilling out there on the in the brush in, in Africa. In the Garden of Eden. In the Garden uh, of Eden. I have to I have to ask Toto. They kicked it in Africa. Um, <laughs> and, and we can't play music. Like we gotta figure that out. <laughs> You're still on that. Hey, That's a day one thing for DB. Dude, I'm traumatized. That in the clock. <laughs> right. But but he's it and 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 lions think a certain way if we don't eat then x y and z happens you always want to be the lion not the gazelle because the gazelle again you need outside stimuli coaches know if you want to function at a high level it can't be about it can't be about the environment you people have to dictate the environment the environment can't dictate the people you want that mentality and that culture to be to be portable. So he's not – we can laugh at it. We can eye roll. And, and I laugh, too. I'm like, these people – and I'm not – it's not everybody. But I hear, I hear this from people that haven't really competed for anything at a high level over time ever. So they don't get why he's saying what he's saying. And it doesn't make people a worse person. It just means you haven't been in that situation before. But it's unprecedented what he's trying to mm -hmm. go for in the modern era of college football. And I remember sitting there listening to these pep talks going into winter conditioning after winning two national championships. And it was intense, or it was tense, but it wasn't intense. And having been a captain of that team, I know what it was like to try to keep. Well, you've been there, done that. People I try are, to keep. 
people are a product of their own experience. But listen to what I'm telling you, though. Before before we before we ex- before we try to listen to explain, let's listen to understand. <laughs> what I'm saying is, I hear I heard you. That's why I said what I said. What what I'm saying is, what he's saying is legit for him and his team. If we critique it, that's cool, but it doesn't mean that it should be devalued. It's just mm-hmm. not for us to consume because we don't get it. Doesn't mean you can't be free of opinions, but he's absolutely believing what he's saying. There, there's no question in my mind because he's for two years well, now. He wouldn't be where he's at right now if he didn't believe for, in what he said. For two years, this dude has been guarding, a, and what's the word he uses? Entitlement. Entitlement. I had a great conversation with a with a coach close to us just yesterday. And he said, my greatest challenge will be guarding against of a sense of entitlement given what this place brings, its tradition, and what we're surrounded by. I look forward to embracing the grind. All coaches want to guard against letdowns, whether it's week to week, whether it's day to day. And I'm not going to begrudge a coach, whether we believe it or not. <laughs> if, if some, if, because what was yesterday? Yesterday was all about, it was all low hanging fruit. It was, it's like everybody was reading from a script and all they could think about was seven and five. National media, law, oh, who said seven and five? Do you, it doesn't matter who. All they had to do was hear it. It could have been a call-in show. It could have been an email. It could have been sitting around at the dinner table. I'm with you there. It, it you look for any type of motivation it, it, throughout it, the it, season. It, it doesn't matter. It, it doesn't matter what, where, where it came from. All alphas that hunt know is they need something to compete against that that that's it so and and we'll, and i don't know I, I i just wonder why we're so consumed by that right like it was on 15 different national shows i heard it on the the canty and carlin saying the same thing and 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 Canty's competed so he was kind of ex, he was kind of he was vibing with it but I could I could just see it you get the eye roll oh, man who said seven and five listen that's not even what I rest with it's not like it, 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 it's 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 what works for for them that's I, the reason I say I don't rest with that is because I never heard that like that's not something that I ever heard until doesn't, it was doesn't, addressed. Doesn't disqualify it though. No, no, and I'm not saying that it didn't happen. But what I'm saying here is, like, when you hear Georgia in the national championship game, this is the first time that I'm hearing seven and five after the national. Because you don't talk about you don't talk about stuff like that. And what do you say? I can, we won, so I can speak about this now. Right, but okay. So you obviously heard it from somewhere, mm-hmm. right? You you grab that motivation, you kind of run with it because you don't want to be. You don't want to be that, right? You want to be better than what people are going to say about you. You want to be undefeated. You want to win a national championship. That's fine. But all season long, nobody, nobody, it's not true. nobody doubted that. It's not true. 
That's a, that's unequ- I, I've, I've, that is absolutely I've, I've unequivocally that's absolutely unequivocally not true. What, less than what three percent of people D- doubted them. What if it's just one? It, and that's fine. Like I said, one person can. But, but what like, if, what if, you, what if you have trolls all the time popping in and out of, of different things on social media and things like that. So like you, you get doubted in different scenarios of your life, but that doesn't mean you latch on to those things. You may be looking for some sort of motivation, but you don't need that. Like this is a team that's been good enough. They were, they've been there, done that. Mm-hmm. And they had the experience and they lost some guys, but they still had a lot of experience coming back to do that again. You know, you know, I've, it, it again, I understand, right? Like, I, I, I get what you're saying, but it's not for them. They can't afford to think like you. So there's going to be, there's automatically going to be a split. And I, I just, sometimes I just want to say to people, and, and listen, you take pushback, 888-638-4876. Maybe you do think it was a, a bunch of baloney, but... If, if we get in the habit of listening to understand what's being said as opposed to listening to responding, just to respond, mm-hmm. I think I think it's going to be make, a hard change for we'd a, make, a media member. We to, would make a lot of – and, and I'm not – listen, and I don't want to – everybody's like, different. Like every, looking for some, some type of story. Everybody's frame of reference is different, right? You, you hear people say, I, I, a couple buddies – Oh, man, the struggle is real. What struggle is that? Well, deciding between which which restaurant to go to. Man, the struggle is real. Frame of reference, right? You say that to somebody who has never been outside of their, their city block, the word struggle means something different. So guess what I wouldn't do? I wouldn't be quick to say, to validate or vindicate what what somebody else's frame of reference is. I take it in and I try to listen to where that they're coming from. And I, I'm not trying to be a wet blanket like, oh, there's no fun. Like you can't have talk radio or have opinions. What I'm saying is. I, but you're I, having an opinion. So but I, th- I, I think, think that's it, what I th- anybody's thinking. Right I'm not now. trying to validate me thinking. I'm, what I'm trying to tell you is I think it's okay for people to stand on their side of the street without wanting to convince the other all the time mm-hmm. that they're wrong. Right. Because. It, it's about it's about their product and again between and it was real time during our show we're having this we're having this conversation right yeah, this was not planned no 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 like what i was telling you about oh in regards uh, to your uh, coaching message right yeah and and i'm and i'm just thinking and i was like man if if that's if that's really the sentiment then i think you got a you got a chance to really be on the same page in terms of uh, in in terms of trying to really mm-hmm. rally the troops, right? Like that's real. Mm-hmm. And so when I listen to Kirby Smart, and I talk, and I and I immediately conjure up the level of uh, of disappointment. Like I wish, Drew Down, that we had been edgy and nasty and us against the world. When we got our ass kicked in in Tempe against Arizona State, right? Instead of letting a team come out during warmups and run through our warmup drills and talk crazy, and we stand around like, oh yeah, you know, we got this. See what happens is 
you become deathly afraid when people take something from you because they want it worse than you. And when you're an alpha and you're trying to, to be the best, the last thing you want is for somebody to out want you. Because that's the one thing that you can control. So talent aside, like, and I kept hearing, oh, man, the way that they've recruited. They, tell that to Texas. Tell that to Texas A&M. Tell that to USC. Tell that to Oklahoma. There's a lot of teams that recruit at a high level that don't do what Georgia's been able to do. So I don't knock the hustle. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I just remember getting on that plane after taking that tail kicking. Similar situation. We were starting a new quarterback. Had some horses coming back on D. That D was fantastic, by the way. Right? That Not to go out memory lane, but that, that 96 defense had some fellas. And, and those dudes were way good, and they kept us in a lot of games while the offense was kind of feeling its way along. But I say all that to say I'll never – like I found myself yesterday being motivated. I'm like, yeah, man. Like they barely got done passing around and kissing the trophy before my man is talking about what they've got to do to deprogram to get the entitlement out of the program. I was like, go, Kirby. Not that I want, you know, Georgia mm-hmm. to – to do something we couldn't do, but I listen. I don't look at you know. I just right. I just don't knock. Kirby's it. a different breed when it comes to coaches, though. I think he he's somebody that no matter who comes through his program, I don't think he's the type of guy that can lose a locker room. And like, <laughs> yeah, well. and in regards to like your Texas A and M point, I think Jimbo quickly lost that locker room and wasn't able to get it. So back. all so all the isolated and examples aside, to be the contrarian, he doesn't. I use that as an example. They couldn't care less. They don't talk about A&M. They don't talk about, they don't talk about any of those things. They, 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 they talk about what, what they need to do. Mm-hmm. And where I think we were originally going with this is when I look at Nebraska's basketball team and the D word in terms of disappointment, I felt like there was two games where they had a chance to make kind of a semi-statement about where the program was. And one was K-State. Mm-hmm. I know it was non-con. And one was Purdue? No. The other was last night. Purdue, you weren't expecting to go get that Fair. dub. Okay. You, yeah. you, you, you played yeah. your tail off, you right? I'm with you there. Not overall outcome. but Illinois like was just a slight fave. You were at home. You had just done something as a program with the non-con overtime win. They didn't win do anything you, fancy. That you they, hadn't didn't, done they didn't do anything you weren't prepared for. Fudge. They got hot, though. Yeah. Well, I mean, they just played their hand. They, they, like, they, they, have, they played the same hand for the past five games, and it won by 20 against hey. Nebraska. Super unselfish mm-hmm. too. Like their ball movement. Selfish. Didn't you catch yourself last night? Like, holy smoke, extra pass. Well, and you know it's extra, funny because extra pass, I, I extra always pass. credit Nebraska's defense right. and their ability they had to scrambling. help side. They had them scrambling. And with quick ball movement like that and finding the best look, that's what allowed Nebraska, or Illinois to go on that run. I don't. I can't remember if it was like that window of thirteen minutes to it, seven minutes in the second half where they just kept making threes. So you had so you had the stretch where Nebraska opened the second half mm-hmm. that little mini run. Then the Illinois run. Then Illinois answered. Then, then the Breidenbach answered. <laughs> right. And then Illinois goes on the run. Uh, yeah. they, they cut it to nine, and you're like, oh, man, game on. Mm-hmm. And then Illinois takes the timeout. Underwood loses his mind on the bench. And they come out, and they make back-to-back mm-hmm. triples, and you're like, oh, Well, yeah, Nebraska this, this was just one bucket away 
from cutting that to a single-digit deficit after that Breidenbach run. Like, yeah. it was kind of unexpected, too. You didn't expect to see Nebraska score 11 straight points and then get to a point where they're down 10. Greasel takes a three, and he goes short iron. And if that three falls and you have a seven-point deficit now, all the momentum. Yeah. And what, that, what, what happens and that, to Illinois? Because they're building, known to kind of crumble on their own. That building was ready to, to, to erupt. Yeah. Right? Uh, but for all we talk about with – with Illinois and shooting the three, it was just in that stretch. Because you know what they shot for the game, right? Uh, they were 8 of 29 from three. Yeah, which is 27%. Mm-hmm. And But remember what we said. They have the second best shooting rate, yeah. uh, when I say best, use that term loosely when I say this, best shooting rate in the Big Ten, which means they shoot the second most threes in a game. They shot 29 threes and made eight. That's not overly impressive. No. Not not from an efficiency standpoint, but boy, was it timely. And how about all the guys that we talked about yesterday and we forgot to talk about danger. Woo, woo. The big fella. The and he completely shut down Derek Walker. Dude, just big masses of humanity. Both those guys with the great soft hands and, and uh, danger's passing ability was crazy. And when he picked up the second foul and Nebraska didn't really – kind of closed the gap, you're like, ah, this one's going to be a grind. But for still the same stretch that Nebraska came out and shot the ball well in the second half, it wasn't good enough because they couldn't get enough consecutive stops. I, I, just, I just think ultimately that's what it boiled down to. You know, Jawan Gary going down with an injury didn't help oh, either because yeah. it, it – it forced you to go to your bench earlier than you wanted ne- to. Nebraska's in a bind, too, when, when Kata has to play at, at the five spot because you're basically playing four on five, too. I mean, Illinois just put a foot in the paint. Uh, they got a little loose with the ball trying to run the offense uh, through Kata. I, it was just – I mean, it was good to see Lawrence get some minutes. It's good to see a lot of people get some minutes, but I, I would still like to see some more production from those guys coming off the bench outside of Kata because yeah. he's the type of guy that comes on the floor and says, I want to score. A lot of other guys come onto the floor and say, let's get the ball to Walker. Let's get the ball to Greasel, which is good. Like, you know, g- give your best players the better looks, but also don't be afraid to have some confidence out there and shoot the ball. Yeah, and Nebraska only got to the foul. And with all those fouls called, and we'll talk to – to Kevin Kugler here in just a few minutes. But with all those fouls called, how is Nebraska not going to the foul line more? Just 11 free throw attempts. Right. And, you know, they shot 54%. Not that five more makes, because I think they finished 6 of 11. Not that five more makes is like... Closes the the gap by any The difference in a 20-point game, but... But... How are you not being... How are you not getting to the rim? Because with all mm -hmm. those blocks, and Illinois leads the Big Ten in, in block shots a game, but... They weren't getting fouled. But as Illinois is starting to lose their lead and Nebraska is slowly cutting back in, maybe those five free throws, if they happen at good points in the game, look a lot better than at the end of the game when you just look at the final score and think, oh, a 20-point loss for Nebraska. Ouch. Oh, well, they only shot 50% from the free throw line. Oh, that wouldn't have mattered, though. But, you know, at different points in the game, I don't really know where the fouls came, but they could have had a a minor impact to give you a little bit of confidence out there. Dude, you had 24 in, like, the first 16 minutes. Like, A lot of fouls in the first half, as you said. Blow the whistle. (laughs) 
And uh, as you also said, we'll speak to Kevin Kugler next on the show. But let's uh, tell you a little bit more about what you're going to hear. At 8 o'clock, we'll talk to Brian Christofferson. Uh, we'll hit him up for recruiting. A uh, little portaling took place last night, an offensive tackle that Nebraska and, and myself, I would say, Felt pretty good about. Yeah. And uh, he, it, you thought you asked if he was playing you. He was. <laughs> right. He was toying with me. <laughs> he was toying with me. And then uh, I think we're going to talk to Brandon Vogel live here at Hale Varsity Club. About we got to go pick him up. We got to yeah, go pick hey, him up. Somebody call hotel. that guy a jitney. Let's get B. Vogel here. We'll play two for you at the end of the show. And then we'll also talk uh, an interesting topic if this is Casey's offense or Sims' offense before the top of the hour. But Kevin Kugler's next.